Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. That's Paul Kelly to her door on 1FM Live and Local at 22 to 8 on your Monday morning. And Paul Kelly, among a whole lineup of other fantastic artists, are headed to Shepparton this week on Friday for the Now and Forever concert. And that is a concert that is trying to get some discussion going, some positive talk going in relation to the upcoming referendum for a, an Indigenous voice to Parliament, which of course will be taking place. Um, Saturday week. Deirdre Robertson is a member of the Shepparton Reconciliation Group. She's been working behind the scenes in the lead up to the referendum. Good morning, Deirdre. Hi, Terry. Good morning. And we are having this big concert this Friday, aren't we? Now and forever at the Shepparton Showgrounds on Friday, which, uh, which is something to look forward to. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's a, an amazing lineup um, of artists. Um, AB Aboriginal, of course, with um, um, Briggs as one of the leading organisers of the um, the event. Um, Baker Boy, Hilltop um, Hoods, um, Barker, Paul Kelly, Jimmy Barnes, uh, Emma Donovan, to name a few. So it's a pretty amazing lineup of um, artists. To, to come to Shepparton um, and to have it all for twenty one dollars fifty. Yes, amazing. yes, and I understand that uh, you can get tickets from Ticketmaster. As you say, only twenty one dollars. Mm-hmm. Gates open at two p.m. Yeah. Music's going to start at three p.m. and it's going to close at nine p.m. So it's quite a family friendly event. Absolutely, yes, it is designed as a family friendly. So bring your family, your friends, your kids. Go along and um, listen to the music. But also there's a a really important message that goes along with that. It's that message of, um, as everybody knows, I would hope by now, we have a referendum coming up um, and voting actually starts today. The pre-polling starts in Shepparton today in High Street. Um, The polling day is the 14th of October, Saturday the 14th. So here's an opportunity for Australians to write yes and write yes for hope, Um, for hope to change the future for Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people. So some of the, um, I guess, the message of the concert, as Briggs put it quite succinctly, if you don't know, go to the show. It's really important, um, this referendum, it goes to, I guess it goes to the sense of who we are as Australians. I know Australians pay a lot of, take a lot of notice of the comment of a fair go. We all feel, um, we understand that idea of a fair go. You know, um, giving people a chance, um, really supporting people, uh, when things are not great for them, giving them a fair go. And so that's, part of really what this refer- refer- referendum is about. There are sort of two parts really to it. The first is, um, oh gosh, under the coalition government, um, the, the government asked Aboriginal people, what is it you want in terms of recognition? And so the Uluru statement from the heart is the response to that question. What the, it was spelled out in the Uluru statement from the heart is recognition 
recognition in the constitution via a voice for parliament. And there were a couple of reasons for that. Firstly, that recognition on its own is, whilst important, is not enough. It's just symbolic. It doesn't do anything. It won't change anything. It just leaves things as they are. And most Australians would agree that the conditions in some places are just not acceptable in a modern democratic country that is, a, you know, a first world country. And so um, the the idea of just putting it in the constitution on its own is not enough. What Aboriginal people have long asked for is for parliaments to listen to what they say. Aboriginal people know what's happening in their community. They're only too aware of the challenges. But they also understand their community better than anybody else. And so they want to have a say in decisions that affect themselves, their families and their communities. It's as simple as that. It's a bit like... I guess for me, I wouldn't want people to make decisions about me without consulting with me because I know what's best for me. And it's really the same principle. It's just having a say in matters that affect you and your community. Mm. Tell me about the uh, tell me about the Yes Hub that you, that has been set up in town and what's happening there. Okay, yeah. Um, so. Uh, we have a group called Goulburn Valley for Yes and we have what we call the hub opposite uh, the Go Case building, 171 High Street, uh, sorry, Friar Street. Sorry, I'm getting confused with where the uh, polling booth's going to be. 171 Friar Street. Um, people can come in there, they can have a chat, um, they can ask us questions. If you're not sure, we're happy to talk to you about things. We know there's been a lot of misinformation, a lot of confusion, a lot of um, things that are just plain inaccurate and, other, and actually some straight-out lies told about this referendum and the impact of the voice. So one of the things that's really important, and everyone likes to make really good decisions, and to make good decisions, you need really good information, but not just good information, you need accurate information. So um, we're more than happy to talk to anybody. People in a democracy have a right to make their own decisions, but it is important that the information that it's based on is actually accurate. One of the things that I guess has quite been quite disappointing is that the uh, pamphlet that's been dropped in people's letterboxes, the referendum pamphlet from the Electoral Commission, um, that was never fact-checked. And when you look at a lot of the claims um, on um, the side that's saying vote no, uh, there was a, an expert analysis of, of that side, of all, of all the claims of the yes and all the claims of the no. There was not one that was considered accurate on the side of the no. It was lots of misrepresentation, inaccurate mis or misrepresentation designed that, to mislead. That's so, incredible that, that something like that uh, wasn't fact-checked. I think that was a decision earlier in the year. It was nothing to do with the Electoral Commission. I think it was to do with the, the uh, 
Parliament itself. I'm not sure why it was not mm. done. Anyway. I do, yeah, I do know that um, the yes case, there was there was nothing that was inaccurate on on the the eight points that they made. They were all accurate. But you know, the idea that this is actually something that can bring us together. It's bringing people together, making sure that the Parliament listens to Aboriginal communities, that the decisions are made with uh, good information at the level of Parliament so that when programs are rolled out, they are going to be much more effective. It will be of benefit to everybody because the money will be better targeted. There will be obviously some savings because you won't have um, programs that were not wanted or not involving local Aboriginal communities. So that'll have a big impact on everybody. It means that um, we're more likely to get way better outcomes. And so that brings everybody together. It's a much more unifying way to do things that brings us all as Australians together. And as Australians, we like to feel, you know, when people talk about Australians as fair-minded and um, willing to help others and uh, whatever, we need to be able to demonstrate that, not just for ourselves, but also when people talk to us about, hey, what are you doing about the Aboriginal issue? Um, we want to be able to stand proud and say, well, these, this is what we're doing about it. Um, I think kicking the can down the road and just saying, you know, we don't need any of this is really denying what the stats are telling us, what Aboriginal communities are telling us, and also what we probably really know deep in our hearts that this isn't good enough in, an, in a country like Australia. Deirdre, it's less than two weeks out from the referendum now, as you said, Saturday week, October 14. What are you hearing from the local Indigenous community? How are they feeling? Um, I guess I can't speak directly for the Aboriginal community, but my sense is there's overwhelming support um, um, for, for the I meant more in relation to, I mean, there's been a lot of nastiness and polarisation. People seem to be very fix, fixed on one side or the other. Mm. I, I really meant about how they were feeling in the light of all that. Yeah, it's pretty tough, I think, for Aboriginal people. I guess, um, you know, Aboriginal people deal with a lot every day on a day-to-day basis. And this has just heightened it and... It's really challenging um, on a lot of different levels. There have been so many negative comments in the media about um, Aboriginal communities across Australia. And yet people forget you're talking about other people, other Australians. It's, It's not being fair to them. It's not being reasonable. It's not being caring. And I think in some ways, for me, it comes down to a choice. For me, it comes down to a choice of a different future, a future where we look at the ongoing impacts of colonisation. And you can't ignore that. I know there have been comments about 
colonisation had no impact. And yet I would suggest people read some of the stories of boys who have been in Kinchula Children's Home, Boys' Home, young girls who are in Kutamunda Girls' Home, the stories of the stolen generations, the stories of the massacres. You only have to read it to understand it. People live these stories. Mm. They know them. We are going to run out of time, Deidre. Just to to recap, um, the concert is on Friday. You can get tickets from Ticketmaster, and that's an amazing lineup, as we said earlier. Yes. And uh, I think it's it's really, I guess, a celebration in music. Um, I interviewed Briggs, I think it was... Um, nearly, it was over a week ago now, and he said there wasn't going to be a lot of talk. Obviously, it is, you know, it is a chance to talk about the referendum, but he said there wasn't going to be a lot of talk. Mm. It's more just a, a coming together, celebrating yeah. through music. So um, I think it's going to be a great concert for anyone to come along. Nobody needs to feel like they're not welcome. Um, certainly doesn't matter what your political views are or even what your views are on the referendum. Um, let's let's get out there and support a great lineup coming to our town, Absolutely. which is this Friday. Um, so we had better leave it there, Deidre, but obviously if people want to know more, and by the way, you have got the, not surprisingly, you have got the phone lines ringing. (laughs) Um, I can't answer right now, but, uh, I'm sure that people are keen to share their opinion with me, whatever that might be. But, um, obviously people can drop into the Yes Hub down there and talk to you if they want. And and as you say, it's opposite, uh, opposite GoTafe there in Friar Street. Uh, or educate yourself with some of that information you mentioned. Mm, okay. Yeah, thanks, Terry. That's absolutely right. Uh, it is all about being informed and with accurate information. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for your time. Th- thanks for your perspective this morning, Deidre, and um, I'm sure we'll talk to you in relation to the Reconciliation Group again soon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for talking to me this morning. We've been speaking to Deirdre Robertson. She's involved in the Golden Valley Yes campaign. Now, I know not everybody agrees with what Deirdre was saying, and I'm very happy to put forward the other side should there be a local campaign run along those lines. But as far as I'm aware, there isn't. But um, we, our, our minds remain open and we're certainly very open here to all views at 1FM. So there's no need to get upset about the airing of the yes case if you don't agree with it, because I'm happy to put the other side as well as we do on all issues here. Pat and Tina's BP service station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pat and Tina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.